Informing America's farmers and ranchers. It's Adams on Agriculture. Produced by the American Ag Radio Network. Here's your host, Mike Adams. And hello, everyone. Welcome to AOA, Adams on Agriculture. Hope you're having a good day. Glad you've joined us. Uh, Well, we have another busy show lined up for you. A lot of the topics that are very much in the news continue to be in the news today as they have been the past several days. That's trade, especially tariffs, uh, the RFS and Farm Bill. We're going to cover all those issues from different perspectives, and we have several guests lined up to talk with you today, including Minnesota Congressman Colin Peterson, the ranking member of the House Agriculture Committee, always gives good insight and good updates on where they're at with writing the Farm Bill. So we'll find out. Also, Colin Woodall with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association will join us to get his thoughts on trade. Also, right now, uh, we have the uh, issue of Will livestock operations be exempt from um, the CERCLA, the Superfund uh, uh, restrictions and uh, oversight? There's a hearing on that Senate bill to exempt animal waste emissions from CERCLA. We'll get Colin's thoughts on that. Uh, Scott Irwin from the University of Illinois will join us. His research on the RFS and RENS has been right in the middle of this debate between uh, going on between Uh, the Trump administration and also the ethanol industry and the refining industry. So we'll get his thoughts on just what would caps mean to ethanol uh, usage in this country? What about pricing and things like that? So we'll get Scott Irwin's thoughts from his research. And we have more to talk about on the issue of trade. Uh, Secretary Perdue yesterday at a Wall Street Journal forum said that uh, the Tariffs announced by the Trump administration will give the president leverage to get a better deal on NAFTA from Mexico and Canada. But Secretary Purdue also said farmers are rightfully concerned over the potential for other countries to impose retaliatory tariffs. I want to start there with our first guest. Zippy Duvall is president of the American Farm Bureau Federation. Zippy, thank you for joining us on Adams on Agriculture. I'm proud to be with you, Mike, and congratulations on your new show. Thank you very much, sir. All right, so I know you're close friends with uh, Secretary Purdue. He's really caught in a tough spot here, kind of in the middle on this one. Uh, he's acknowledging his concerns over potential retaliation, but he's also saying that this uh, move will give the president leverage to make a better NAFTA deal. What are your thoughts on uh, these tariffs? Well, let's talk about the positive part. The positive part is Secretary Purdue is there. He's been a farmer as an adult. He understands agriculture. He's bought and sold grain uh, domestically and internationally as a businessman. He knows better than anyone. Fortunate to have uh, someone. Uh, we are very fortunate to have someone. Secretary in the room right now having those important conversations with the administration. So. Uh, we're very concerned. Uh, he knows that. We've expressed that. Our policy supports open and free trade, and we know uh, by looking back at history, anytime you throw tariffs out there just haphazardly uh, on, a, on a broad, widespread base, uh, spread basis, that agriculture is always going to catch all the collateral damage from it. So we're, we're very nervous, very concerned, but have some optimism of some of the talk that was coming out of, of the Hill yesterday that hopefully they could calm uh, the president down and pull back just a little bit and do it in the right way. 
Yeah, there's been talk of exempting, at least for at the beginning, uh, Canada and Mexico. Perhaps that's where uh, Secretary Purdue is talking about this will help the president get a better deal on NAFTA. But uh, obviously the reaction so far, the response from Canada to Mexico has not been very uh, receptive. And, and most would see tariffs as complicating and making it harder to get a NAFTA deal done. How do you feel about that? Well, you know, I'll take that back to my old farmer days that I'm still dealing with. I'm still farming today. But when I go back, I don't like what he tells me first either. And it takes some negotiation before I get to the point where I'm comfortable with trading with a businessman, and I think he's using his business tactics uh, just like some of the people that our farmers deal with each and every day, whether it be a, a dealer, uh, equipment dealer, or a seed dealer. Uh, we don't like what they say when they first start out too there, and especially with the guidance of uh, Secretary Purdue. We're talking with the American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall. Information America's farmers and ranchers need to know. Adams on Agriculture. Now, back to Mike Adams. And welcome back. Yesterday we talked with Mike Steenhook with the Soy Transportation Coalition about uh, the infrastructure situation. Interesting that Senate Democrats have laid out their plan to spend $1 trillion on infrastructure, but doing so, paying for it by reducing the estate tax exemption and increasing taxes on corporations and wealthy individuals. Now, that plan would restore the old estate tax exemption of $11 million for couples, and, and uh, the spending proposals would include $40 billion for expanding broadband access and $140 billion to repair roads and bridges. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, not expecting that to go anywhere this year, but it could be a key issue in, say, midterm elections. Uh, there'll be a lot of campaigning on that, but... Uh, seems like every time we think that estate tax uh, situation, that exemption is set, then proposals come along to change it. So we'll, we'll see if that gains any traction and where that goes. Hey, joining me now is the ranking member of the House Agriculture Committee, Congressman Colin Peterson from Minnesota. Congressman Peterson, always good to talk with you. Haven't talked in a while. Thanks for being with me on my new show. Yeah, how you doing? Is it going good? Going good, and uh, even better now that you are on. I've been telling people... <laughs> When you're on, this is where I find out about the Farm Bill, what's going on. So what can you tell us? Because every time we start really talking Farm Bill, other things come up, and it kind of pushes it to the back burner on the news. But I know a lot's going on. Can you give us an update where you're at in the House Ag Committee? Well, uh, you know, the staff has been working through issues and all the different titles. Some of them are actually pretty close to being done. But we kind of hit an impasse last night uh, and I don't know exactly where this is going, but <clears throat> at this point, I think we could be on a path to having a partisan farm bill. And I don't know if they'll actually be able to pass it with just Republican votes. But that, unless something changes, that's probably where we're heading. We have heard people say that this is going to get pushed off and pushed back with all the other issues. It could be next year before we have a farm bill. Do you think that'll happen? Well, I don't know if it will or not. That's not what the problem is. I think we have the will to do this. The problem is uh, they have come up with this uh, food stamp proposal that is similar to what killed the bill in 2013. And uh, my side is in revolt. And uh, there will not be one single vote on the Democratic side in committee for this bill. 
if what they have if what they have currently in the bill is in there. Uh, so we have I've been telling him for a long time that this isn't going to fly, and they are not listening. And so this is what's holding it up at this point. Now he claims he's going to go ahead and have a markup a week from Tuesday. Uh, I don't know how that's possible, given all those things that are open and this food stamp problem, but, uh, you know, maybe they're going to move ahead and they're just going to have Republican votes, and I think they can get it out of committee that way. But at the end of the day, the Senate's not going to do any of this stuff. So this is an exercise in futility for no good reason that I can see. So I don't know. As you can tell, I'm a little frustrated frustrated right now. (laughs) I can tell that, yeah. So you're saying for the Democrats... These changes being proposed for the nutrition program, the food stamp, the SNAP program, that's a deal breaker for your party? Yes. yes. It's the same scheme that basically they had that killed the bill in 2013 on the floor. They want to take 8 million people off the rolls, uh, and they want to take the money they save and, and give it to the states to create a job training bureaucracy, uh, which is kind of the same thing they tried to do in 2013. Uh, and they're, they're also increasing. <clears throat> so people, currently, people over 60 are not affected by these rules. They want to increase that to 65. So all of a sudden, if you got people that are retired cops or retired military or uh, whatever, uh, all of a sudden, they're going to be cut off the rolls unless they agree to go back to work you know so so we got you know people retiring at 50 55 because they're in those kind of professions where they can do that and they some of them you know if they're not making don't have a lot of income they're they're on a small amount of food stamps and they're going to knock them off you know so it's just it's got our side completely riled up uh we had a meeting last night uh, it didn't resolve anything i think it made it worse and uh you know we're not exactly sure where we're going from this point have to ask the so will this will this lead to more attempts to separate the nutrition program out of the farm bill? It might. It might be one of the outcomes. Uh, but the Senate's not going to. You know, I talked to Chairman Roberts on Monday. There's no way the Senate's not going to make any significant changes in SNAP. They're just. They're not going to do it. They're not interested in it, and they can't do it because they need. He said, I need 10, 15 Democrats to support my bill. And so he's not at all interested in this. Why we're going through this process is beyond me, because we were doing fine, you know, until I thought they would come to their senses on this, but they apparently aren't. So we'll see what happens. You see, are there any other big changes you think will be coming, or... Any other surprises we should be well, watching for no, in this Well, I mean, the bill, bill, you know, we, we don't have any new money, and so the bill is going to be ver- very much uh, like uh, what we currently have in law. We're trying to get some increase in acres on CRP, do some reforms in that area, a little bit of tweaking on dairy, uh, you know, but by and large it'll be the current law uh, on the rest of the bill, you know, because we don't, we don't have it. Do you have a way to pay for those increases in CRP acres? Yeah, by limiting uh, the rental payments, uh, we're looking at limiting it to 80% of the rental value in that county so that they could not pay more than that. And that 
solves a couple problems because we have places where we're paying more for CRP than uh, the rental rates are. So it'll fix some of those things. It'll it'll put a market-based approach into the system where I, I don't think anybody will take good quality prime farmland and put it into CRP for only 80% of the rental value in that county. So I think what it'll do is it'll get the good land out, the bad land in, and that's what we want to do. Congressman, as always, thank you for your time. I look forward to talking with you again real soon, and uh, good luck uh, getting all this worked out. We appreciate it. All right. We'll need it. (laughs) Thanks. (coughs) All right. Take care. Ranking member of the House Agriculture Committee, Colin Peterson. Interesting, that food stamp issue, uh, really a stumbling block right down the House Ag Committee on the Farm Bill. Another busy show coming up tomorrow. Hope you'll join us right here on AOA, Adams on Agriculture.